There is a reason most writers stick to the standard chronological and narrative format, and that's because it's confusing as fuck without it. Welcome everyone to another round of the Mere Mortals book reviews. My name is Karen and I do these reviews for those who want to transcend beyond their own mere mortality to get the juicy, interesting information out of the books. And today we have one which is kind of juicy because it's related to brothels and in particular brothels in Peru. It is La Casa Verde or in English, The Green House by Mario Vargas Llosa. This book was published in 1966 and it's 430 pages in length, or at least the Spanish version is, which uh, will be slightly different in English. It's set in Peru, and in particular the Piura region, which is near Ecuador. So think of Peru, and then it's right up on the northern section near Ecuador. And this is more of a, uh, think of like a, a jungle, uh, the La Selva is, is what they say in uh, in Spanish, and it's uh, it's it's more a you know very rainforesty Amazon type of deal. That's that's the feel you get from it. The book itself has about twelve characters in it uh, of roughly equal importance. So whilst reading it, you're going to have to keep your mind pretty open because you you're, you're going to need to to keep thinking about all these different characters and how they re- relate. Uh, and the, it's, it goes into their relationships, the brutality between some of the um, characters and the sort of sadism, I guess you'd say in some way, uh, this mysterious brothel that appears and appears to uh, congregate everyone together almost, uh, the rubber trade and natives. So there's a whole lot of interweaving themes going on here. I'm going to quickly jump onto a little bit about the author and this book in particular. So this was his second novel and we have actually, I have actually reviewed his first, not novel, but collection of stories, which was The Cubs and other stories on here before. Um, So it's not new to this channel. Um, This was set over 40 years, but stylistically it is all over the place. So the book and the style of writing is, is very particular and uh, that's going to be my first theme. It's the narrative. What is a story? So whilst reading this book and you, you're going to have a different experience than me because I was reading in the native Spanish, which I guess is closer to what he wanted to convey. You know, it's, it's his native language, but there's a takeaway because my Spanish is not fluent. And in particular, it's not fluent in Peruvian <laughs> Spanish. And so the the thing I guess to, to convey across is he, he purposefully wrote it in a strange way um, to make it all sort of one thing. So he's sort of asking, what is a story? Well, stories are usually um, a, a connection through time, I guess you would say. And you'd be like, okay, even stories which maybe jump forward and backwards somewhat you still like you can have time travel in stories you can have flashbacks to the past it still usually goes from a place of i guess uncertainty or something to a place of more certainty or, or there there is there is some sort of linear progression it doesn't need to be an exact straight line but it, it it has a something pushing it forward so that you can be you can follow the story i guess otherwise it could just be random bits and bobs all over the place and you wouldn't know um, well, his purpose was to merge this all into one thing. So I sort of feel like, and he stated that explicitly um, in, in other places about this book, uh, he, I, th- I think his purpose was not to have a story where you could sort of connect 
dots and be like, oh, okay, this is the general progression. It's a story for you to just be like, okay, I, I, I read this thing and it's like a big jumble in my mind. There's no, <laughs> there's no one sort of directional linear plot. And so whilst, whilst reading this, you will come across uh, the, the stylistic changes. So what, what has he actually done? Well, he split his book into multiple parts and then in these multiple parts, there would be usually five sections related to the different characters. And the characters don't know each other. At, not all, every character knows each other character. Uh, and, so, and, and it's set across the time as well. So that 40-year time limit I was talking about, it'll be one section in here of talking about these two characters. Then another two will be 40 years later. Then another two will be maybe somewhere in the middle and you're trying to piece this together and be like, okay, how does this one relate to this one? Where does that come in? And then there's these chunks of text where you'll have the normal sort of format, which is paragraphs with some delineations of people speaking and whatnot. And then there's these others, which is just a wall of text, just straight through basically no grammar or punctuation uh, very simple sort of sentences and and you don't know who like what's going on really like who is anyone speaking is this a is this a narration is this an observation is this a you know what is this who is it even relating to so I had a, a huge hugely hard time understanding this book to be honest um, and what made it so confusing I, I just believe it was all of this switching going on. Um, but there is a couple of caveats. Uh, one, I was reading this over a longer time period than normal. So I wasn't reading this every day. Sometimes I'd leave it a week and then pick it up again. Uh, it was sort of sitting by my bedside for a long time and, and getting intermittent use. Uh, so instead of reading this over a super long period, uh, instead of a, a short period, it was spread over months, I'd say, you know, probably like three to five months, something like that. The other part was obviously the Spanish and the the slang. The uh, I, I guess I'll just go into my observations now. The slang, the Peruvian slang, is so difficult. Uh, even with my translator, um, which is pretty damn good, it it just couldn't pick up all of these slight nuances of the Peruvian slang. And there'd be some bits where I was like. I can't even tell if this is a character. It's capitalized like it's a character, La Chunga. But the way they were talking about it didn't even seem to make sense. Um, I think realizing later on, I believe it was because they were sort of, it was like a native character. And so they were sort of treating her um, or him, maybe I don't even know, La Chunga, it should be her, uh, as if they didn't have, as if it wasn't a person. It, that could have been the reason. But there could be a myriad of reasons, to be honest. I only um, managed to get through about half of the book. It it got to a point where I was just like, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I don't know what's going on and I'm not enjoying reading this. It's It was not even good practice for my Spanish because the, the slang was just so difficult to understand. So a couple of <laughs> takeaways for me. Uh, don't read in chunks over time if, if you know it's going to be a hard book and then that it makes it even harder by you splitting it out over time. Um, and probably experimental work should be read in your own tongue. So you give it the full go. Um, this was highly experimental, highly 
non-standard and boy, did I suffer in the reading for it. So um, in summary, this was mostly just confusing. I I really did struggle with this. Uh, And and part of this was my fault as well. Like I was saying with the the Spanish, with the reading over long time periods, it it didn't, I didn't help myself with my, um, with the way I was reading this book. Uh, I did things wrong. So even though it might seem like a slightly harsher rating, keep that in mind. Um, But I feel that, even if I had done the right things, this book still wouldn't have jumped out at me. Um, and I think that's because there is a reason most people write in a linear format. There is a reason most people um, write in a chronological format and don't introduce too many interweaving stories and too many characters. It's because, it, you know, it can get to the point where it is too confusing. It doesn't, it like, there's maybe something added by doing these things and then it gets to a point where it's like, no, this is, this is not helpful. Um, I did feel like I gave it enough chances to really stand out and grab at me, but it didn't manage to do it. So overall, I'm giving The Green House by Mario Vargas Llosa a two and a half out of 10, not, not one of my favorites. And so that is it for the end of today's book review. My mere mortalites, thank you for joining me. What... Are your thoughts on The Greenhouse by Mario Vargas Llosa? You'll notice I didn't even talk about the plot at all because if you can talk, if you can coherently put this plot together in a book review, kudos to you. <laughs> um, but I would love to know, what are your thoughts? Do you, did you like the experimental work? Have you read it in Spanish? Uh, all of these things I would find interesting. So leave a comment down below and uh, I will always get back to you for those. And what are some things you could do for me after after listening to all this time and hopefully getting some enjoyment? Yeah, leave a comment, subscribe, like all of those good things. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you for the next book review. Kyron out.